going on everybody welcome to another edition of the mad nucleus podcast and i am your host for those that don't know and for those that do know i am justin felton and thank you all for listening once again and what the title says you know we are finally down to the nitty-gritty it is the last dance of the final frontier, the final stages, the last stage that separates the men from the boys. We are at the start of the NBA Finals 2022. And let me start off by saying, you know, one it's been one hell of a season because you really did not know who was going to make the playoffs at one point, let alone who is going to win the conference and who would be at the final dance. You know, we're just waiting on the final results. And the two participants in the NBA Finals this year are the Boston Celtics representing the East. They are the Eastern Conference Finals champions. And then on the West is the Golden State Warriors. They are the Western Conference Finals champions. So, you know, without further ado, let's dive into, you know, the thoughts, the matchups, the crazy scenarios, the whole nine yards. I mean, where, 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 do, where do we start? Can we talk about health? Sure, let's talk about health. There are no reported injuries for either team. That's great news because you fully get to see the real matchups. Because remember, basketball is like a chess game, man. You get to fully exploit and see the matchups for what they really, truly are. You know, no excuses, no, you know, busting out of sweat, scratching your head, yanking your hair out because you can't figure it out because... One of your important pieces are not there. You know, whether they're on the bench or whether they're a starter or a superstar. Both teams have their guys intact. More so Golden State because they had three guys reported that was out injured. Boston had uh, two guys that was out injured there playing. And one guy that was in and out of the lineup that played the last two, I think, three games of the Eastern Conference Finals. So, you know, both teams, you know, have guys that, you know, they're fully ready to go, supposedly. You know, my thoughts is, you know, we're in for a seven-game series, I feel. You know, it's going to go down seven. 
Hopefully, most of these games go down to the wire. And, you know, with a seven-game series, you probably expect two of these games to be blowouts, one in the favor of both teams. But five of those games are going to be close. I'm really, really, truly hoping that there aren't, you know, two blowouts the first two games, then two blowouts the next two games, and then blowout here, blowout there, and then game seven will be the be-all, end-all, it'll be close and stuff because it would make it look like it's rigged. People are already saying the fix is in, including me, <laughs> because the Darlings have been Golden State. Don't be so obvious. And the favorite to win the finals MVP is Steph Curry. But I think it's, it's going to go come down to Tatum or Jalen Brown. If not Curry on the Warriors, it's going to be Wiggins or Klay Thompson. But I think the projected favorites for the finals MVP is Curry and Jalen Brown. No, Curry and Tatum. And then I got Jalen Brown and possibly even Al Horford. But let's, you know, with, with those, uh, you know, home court advantage always plays a factor. What's strange is Golden State hasn't lost a game on their own home floor yet. But yet Boston plays better on the road than they do on their own home floor themselves. And the first two games are going to be in San Francisco. Boston is stealing one of these games. Make no mistake, they are stealing one of these games. In fact, I got them winning game one tonight. They're not going to win game two, but I do think they are winning one of these games, and I got them stealing game one tonight. I got Boston winning in seven. Like I said, most of these games will be close. We are praying because I'm sick and tired of seeing blowouts. Golden State is going to come back with a vengeance in game two with a blowout probably. And... I just think with Boston, we're seeing a throwback. You talk about the style. Let's talk about the styles. These two teams couldn't be any more different. Both of these teams represent the epitome of both coasts on the United States. East Coast, tough, gritty, grind out, beat them up style, just physical. That's what Boston is. My God, did you see that series with Miami? Both teams was knocking each other on their block. There were no easy baskets. Very few easy baskets in that series. You ain't getting nothing easy on that team. That defense is engaged. They're locked in. And they, their, their defense turns into offense. That's what Boston is. And that's what the East Coast represents. That's what the epitome of the East Coast. On the flip side, you got... Um, Golden State, it's a lot of running gun, running gun. Once they get the early jump on you, they are hard to stop. You ain't beating that team if you're trying to trade baskets with you because they can light them up anywhere on the floor. They got two of the best long-range shooters I've ever seen. Two of the best, like, three pure three-point shooters I've ever seen in Curry and Klay Thompson. And then they got some other firepower with Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins. They got four guys who can create their own offense. And they're, they're a pretty solid defensive team, too. Just like Boston, when they their offense gets going, boy, they hard to stop, too. But their defense is the anchor of that team. And let's talk about the stories of both of these teams, starting with Golden State. Golden State had dealt with um, 
injuries to the starting lineup in and out, and they seem to have been lost when Draymond would go out. Then Draymond would come in. Clay would go out. They would be lost without him. Clay would come in. Curry would go out. They were lost without him. They were lost without each other, so they were trying to really figure it out, and then the emergence of Wiggins and Poole came along at the right time, and they are at where they are at. And, you know, the season has been a yo-yo-y season for both teams. Boston has a similar season. There was a point where they were under 500 uh, just around the All-Star break. I think around January, February, they were under 500, and there was... People were doubting that they didn't even make the playoffs. They gelled well together at the right time, got everybody healthy for the most part. They started clamping down on, on everybody defensively. And here we are. They in the finals, just like the Golden State Warriors are in the finals. But here's the deal. This, this season, you did not know, like I said, who was really going to go. You know, a lot of luck and a lot of breaks had to go in both teams' favor. We could go through that, but let's not act like any of these teams were dominant. Neither of these teams are dominant. This is why I think it's going seven, barring no injuries, barring nobody whining about suspensions and, you know, guys taking pot shots at each other, you know, over dirty play and stuff like that. This is the NBA Finals. Let them play. That's all I ask for is to let them play and we'll see who's truly the superior team because both teams are healthy there's no injury reports at this time you know hopefully it stays that way throughout the entire series because i don't want to hear about the injuries i hate it i hate it especially if a guy is having a good series and he goes down with a, a, a phantom injury that keeps him out for the rest of the series i don't like that i don't like that at all you know it's it's just crazy but this is the be-all, end-all. The season will end in a couple of weeks. Um, you know, I love the NBA Finals. I love the NBA. I love the NBA playoffs. And you got to talk about it. This is the be-all, end-all. Just like the Stanley Cups, World Series, and the Super Bowl. You know, let's talk about it, you know. And anything else? Is there anything else? Anything else? Oh, yeah, I can't wait to the NBA draft. I can't wait to the NBA draft. Oh, boy, some good studs coming out. It's about 10 or 11 guys that could lead the NBA for the next decade, dozen years, 15 years. Granted, if most of these guys are healthy in the NBA, we'll have a bright future it already has a bright future with some of the young stars now but it's going to be even brighter if more young stars come along so you know yeah man all right ladies and gentlemen to all the real boston celtic fans to all the real golden state fans good luck godspeed and to the bandwagoners nah we don't want to hear what you got to say but to all the real basketball fans that know basketball and isn't acting cocky and arrogant isn't, you know, looking down on either team. You know, let's just hope for seven games of wholesome basketball. You know? And this concludes today's podcast of the Mad Nucleus Podcast. And I see you all next time. Until then, you know, 
Peace and love. And I'm out. All right. You know?